0: This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hello, hello, hello. I'm also recording on two cameras and we're going live inside of the HA Society group and I'm recording on my camera here, so I'm going to go back and forth to you guys. But today I'm, yes, going to be answering DMs, DMs with Danny. I get a lot of DMs. So sometimes I just am like, that's a great question. So I'm just going to answer this person's question on the show. So sip of the good stuff. Here we go. This person will remain anonymous because they didn't ask for permission for um, me to answer this question. So after listening to a few client stories and speaking to my consultant, I'm having a few doubts if it really is HA that I have. My consultant said because I had a small withdrawal bleed after taking progesterone, it wouldn't be HA. And my progesterone at day 21 was normal, low but normal. And listening to the podcast, the women have had eating disorders or competitive runners or working out for two to three hours a day. I just can't relate to that. Can you recommend any episodes with women who have a similar story to mine? So there's so much here and I'm going to go through it in order. Okay, I don't know what a consultant is, but if it's a healthcare practitioner that's telling you you probably don't have HA when you are missing a period, um, but they're also not coming up with any other explanation, here's just what I need you to know. If you are missing a period, if you do not have your period, you have had a period in the past and you don't have a period now. The high, high probability is that you have hypothalamic amenorrhea, and that is the reason it's missing. There are some other less common reasons, but in a nutshell, if you don't have a period, you have amenorrhea. That's just how it works. Like, if you don't have a period, you have amenorrhea. So there's that. Now, this consultant said, because I had a small withdrawal bleed after taking progesterone, it wouldn't be HA. So many people get recommended to take progesterone. It's also called Provera for some some places, just different brand names. And it's a test. Taking progesterone pills when you have HA is typically a test to see if you will bleed. It doesn't fix anything. um, And it also doesn't necessarily tell you what's wrong. It can give you an idea of a starting place of where you might want to look. So maybe you... Pass the test which means you do get some kind of a bleed and this means that your estrogen levels have been pretty good like they're there they're they're sort of existing and this is why when you get blood work you might have low or normal low normal ranges there's some hormonal activity you have enough rest or enough energy enough fuel in your body for some hormonal activity and so you're developing some semblance of a uterine lining. Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things, but in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be Still doing, and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing, whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body, or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference. Even we have created a checklist, it's a three page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery and it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off And you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off? Or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot. And it will be waiting for you there. So if you take progesterone pills that will cause the lining to shed. And now this information is helpful for us just to know kind of in a way, how deep you are into HA. So I find it interesting to know if you pass or fail, like it's information to help me know, uh, do you have some kind of hormonal activity happening or not? But it's not a diagnosing tool for whether or not you have HA. So the fact that you pass or fail doesn't mean you do or don't have it. You know, it may just mean you're not like flatlining your hormones, but you still don't have enough to get a period. And that matters. Okay. And my progesterone at day 21 was normal, low, but normal. Low to normal ranges in blood work is typical for someone with HA. And listening to the podcast, the women have had an eating disorder or they're competitive runners, or working out for two to three hours a day. I just can't relate to that. So that is a common experience. But I also do have many shows with women who that's not the case. They didn't always, they weren't competitive runners. I actually don't have that many competitive runners on the show, but I do know that it's very prominent in that community. In general, if you are very, very busy with stuff, with life, if you are an active person, if you are under eating or you think you're not, but like even maybe you are. You know, even if you're not sure, if you have a very stressed lifestyle, there are so many other factors besides having an eating disorder, being a competitive runner, or working out two to three hours a day that can cause you to get a menorrhea. Like that can bit be- can lead up to you being too stressed to get your period back. So now you have a so So just. I really liked this question because I think so many of us get put into doubt about this diagnosis, if you will, by other people and our practitioners because we don't relate to having any kind of problematic behavior in our life. But the truth is, if you live in this society, these first world countries, Australia, New Zealand, England, anywhere in the UK, anywhere in Europe, honestly, Um, the United States, these first world countries, you are a part of a society that is not conducive to women getting a break. So that's my answer to that. And I mean it all with love. I can see how people want this to not be the thing. And so oh, it's not HA, it's probably not HA. So, So going down this path of like changing my life and my behavior and my relationship with food isn't the key. Like I have a lot of compassion for that. I fully understand where you're coming from. And I can tell you from experience that if you let yourself get stuck, honestly, in this story, it's gotta be anything but this. You're doing yourself a disservice. The level of stress that we're operating at on a day-to-day basis that we have deemed normal, that is the problem. And that is something worth looking at. Hey, that was fun. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I wanna tell you about TempDrop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method, both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor And we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking all of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the TempDrop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature This includes tracking your cervical mucus, if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. (laughs) So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons, like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction. Temp Drop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So, track your ovulation in real time with the Temp Drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So, if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this. Code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code afhasociety Society. I think, too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it, get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. rich source of beef liver get 10% off your order with the H.A. Society and support your favorite podcast along the way they ship to most countries so you should be covered just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use H.A. Society just H.A. Society at the checkout for the 10% off that's grasslandnutrition.net with the code H.A. Society